You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? And good morning, everybody. Welcome aboard. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network for this Sunday, October 16th of 2022. From the ShaladaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And over there, over there, in the corner to my, my right, is the one and only... Ed Van Ness, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. I trust everybody can hear me now because I can hear you all. I trust you all had a wonderful week. Last week we had some technical difficulties. We appreciate if you're back. By the way, John, we, uh, we're we not broadcasting live on Twitter. Uh, it's, not us, it's not allowing us to do that. So, uh but hey, kids and kittens, we're happy that you joined us today. We're gonna we're gonna do our best to get around this. For those of you uh, on YouTube, I believe I believe we're broadcasting on YouTube and uh, and on the radio TFI live on the radio station. So those of you that are here, we're happy to have you here. Uh, those of you that aren't, well, <laughs> sorry. Uh, John's gonna try and do something that'll probably get us knocked off the air. Apparently, the gremlins that affected my audio last week are back. So anyway, John, how the hell are you, son? Well, I I, I was better. <laughs> I I don't know what uh, I have no idea what the hell happened uh, with our with our feed here on Twitter, but um, I'll be damned. No, well, I, I've seen yeah, many many times. You will be damned. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So how was your week? Well, uh, we're just going to have to muddle through this again, as we always do. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was pretty, uh, it was uh, eventless, I guess we could say, which is always good. Um, eventless. Yeah. yeah. As in, you know, no big deals. It just, you know, went through the week and. Everything went the way it actually should have went. Stop. Yeah, can you believe it? No. No, actually, I can't. But here's what I can believe, and that we didn't get to last week. Are you ready for this? I know you missed it. Oh, God, like, like a toothache. 
It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by Gremlins. Uber closed the week at $24.71, down $3.36. Lyft closed the week at $11.77, down $0.74. Cents. Tesla closed the week at $204.99, uh, down $18.08. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Holy crap, what's wrong with these people? And uh, <laughs> wait a second. Let's get him in here while we're at it. John, uh... He just can't let that go, can he? No. No. And, and, and once again, once again, folks, from the Battle for Texas studio in Wichita Falls, Texas, go figure, it is my good buddy, Mr. Bill Fancher. How are you? Hola. Hola, como esta? Nah, muy bien. Gracias. Oh, lordy. Well, so what's been going on? So what's been going on in your world there uh, today, there, Bill? Or I should say, this last week, other than just <laughs> physical terrorists coming to my house and torturing the crap out of me. So your in-laws were there. I have realized I would never have made a good spy. Torture my ass! I'll tell you whatever the hell you want to hear. I I get I get all worked up just at the at the mention of the word torture. Let alone you don't have to do anything. To I what you need to know. What do you need to know? Well, anyway, well now that we have both of you here, I want to thank Bill and John for covering from my sorry ass last week when I was dipping in and out. Although very few people are watching this right now because we can't seem to get our uh, we just can't seem to for for whatever reason Twitter just not cooperating here. Twitter not playing no, nice. Oh, what a shock. What a shock. No, actually we don't have problems with Twitter. We 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 oh. faceplant we have problems with, but Twitter okay. Twitter's been a dream. Twitter's been a dream. I'm sure it's just some little electrical problem that we uh you know, we'll take care of down the line. Most likely. I'm going to let you, well, let's see. Let's go ahead and jump on into this here uh, as best we can. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about um, <laughs> the big debate, the big square off. Oh, Herschel Walker. <clears throat> All right. So I know, I know Bill didn't see it. John, did you see any of it? No, I the only thing I, I didn't see it live. I saw the uh, I saw highlight. the highlight, the, the 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 big highlight there. Okay. Well, I watched the whole thing, and you just have nothing better to do. I had nothing better to do. <laughs> so here's what I'll tell you. According to Herschel Walker, if you did not know this, by the way, uh, Warren, Senator Warnock votes with Joe Biden ninety six percent of the time. He kept hammering at that, hammering that. I just saw a clip yesterday, the day after the debate. He was at some rally, and he said, oh, the senator left too soon. I was going to give him a shirt. And he on the shirt said, vote, vote, Biden, vote with Biden and the number 96. All right, so his handlers pounded that into him, and they actually chiseled it into the rock that is his head. So he remembered that. Uh, he got off a couple of good zingers, clearly prepared. Uh, 
<clears throat> he's an idiot. And, and I don't mean that just because I don't like the guy. He is he is a clear idiot. He is some kind of savant that he's able to recall and keep certain things uh, in his head to parrot back out. Not how to speak proper English, not to know the yeah. difference between a singular and a plural. Never spoke proper English. Uh, yeah, I, I understand that. I understand that. But now I keep getting these things in my Twitter feed from from the GQP. Uh, oh, oh, Herschel, Herschel destroyed him. Herschel won. Herschel. Clearly, they were not watching the same same thing that I watched because uh, you know because the one thing Herschel Walker is very very good at, like I said, is parroting. And he's just spewing stuff out. Can you prove it? Can you prove it? Bop, 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 bop. And he just keeps talking and talking and talking. And then, of course, he pulls out the badge. Oh, yeah, I saw that part of it. And raise what a lot hand. of... Go ahead, John, I'm sorry. Raise your hand if, if you thought when he was reaching uh, reaching into his pocket for that badge that he might have been... Uh, pulling been, a gun. <laughs> might have been reaching for something else. Truth be told, I was driving home when that happened, and I had it, I had it on my tablet, but I was listening to it. So all I heard was this all this nonsense about a prop. Uh -huh. And so I, at first I didn't realize what he had done. I, of course, I found out later. Uh, but what he did say, which a lot of people missed, and I, did, I caught it on the replay, was that the moderator said to him, uh, Mr. Walker, you, you can't have a prop. He says, it's not a prop. It's real. No, it's not. Of course it's not. <laughs> Of course it's not, but this is, you know, and the people, there are people in Georgia that are going to vote for him and they were going to try to, there were people that were going to vote for him the minute he announced his candidacy because it's Herschel Walker. I, I, you know what, Bill, I understand that there's, there's mm -hmm. X amount that you, this guy could shoot a baby on TV, you know, on fifth Avenue with Trump. With Trump they, standing by, they could hold the gun together and shoot a baby, and there, you know, well, the baby had it coming, you know. Of course, he was taunting us. Taunting us. There you go. See that? <laughs> this this is why you'll be taking over for John shortly. Oops. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> here, here. Have a good day, folks. Ah, see ya. Goodbye. I'm out. <laughs> I got the money. See ya. Exactly. Exactly. No, but it, it, it was. I'm sorry, John. Just just the. To finish up here, it's very difficult for me to listen to him, Babylon, because, because he really has no grasp of the English language. Of uh, uh, It's not even the thick accent. I can live with the accent. I can live with that. But just the, you know. Johnny, uh, and, I know, Johnny and I know what it was. who was spending all those years with Clem Haskin. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but it was but the again, coach of the Gophers basketball team for years, and he did the same thing. Wouldn't pronounce S's. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, but they're the type of people that will put on a singular. They'll put the S on there. I drove my cars to work. Mm -hmm. I, I walked down the streets. Uh, but I got to put this up one more because it, it, it to me, it encapsulates 
Herschel Walker. If you're watching us or you're, uh, quote, there are no bones in ice cream, as I have said, religious or otherwise, regardless of shoe size. In fact, I like toasters, which to me is just, just the epitome of whether that, that's, of course, that's not an accurate statement, but it's damn close. It could have been. It could have been. It, it's feasible. It is very feasible. Now, Chan- what you were talking about, I'm uh, sorry, Ed, but what you were talking I'm about, I, I remember this quickly. When they were talking, I watched uh, that uh, uh, network that Cuomo is on now, uh, and they had Herschel on afterwards. Newsnight, and they were talking news, to Newsnight, Newsmax, News. Yeah, something like that. News Nation, news Nation yeah. And they were talking to him, and he was saying that. Uh, I, I I will vote behind whatever Donald Trump says. Yeah. Whatever Donald Trump says, I will vote behind him. Okay, and then you're bitching about Biden voting ninety six percent of the right. time. Right. And, and there there it is. That's that's just a, a GQP problem overall. Yeah. Is is they say one? You know, look, they project. They project. You you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens. This week, I got my uh, my, my my vote by mail. And cool. Sometime in the next week, I will probably sit down and. I, the beauty of this this election, I don't even have to think about it. D D D D. I I'm I think, I think I'm actually just for the first time in my life, vote straight D. Boom, hit it yeah, and go. Yeah. There's no point in me, I, and I've said this before here, I've said it in public many, many times, I, I will never, ever, ever vote Republican again. You look what they've gotten us into, look what they do. I can't. I can't. Maybe maybe in 50 years they'll straighten their shit out, but, uh, you know. Sorry, kids. Well, I know that I, show was on the other night, I, and I had to watch it, and I just kept laughing every time that happened. You mean the movie? <laughs> Yeah, the movie. All right. John Shannon, nice of you to join us. Well, <laughs> if I can turn out a little bit, I've tried to fix our little uh, uh, our little uh, issue here with Twitter. So uh, uh, not very well. Um, so if you're if you're looking for us on Twitter, follow the link. I basically put up the link to the YouTube feed, which is working swimmingly right at the moment so follow the yellow brick road uh, the yellow brick road we represent the uh, lollipop guild. i swear one, <laughs> one of the guys on the lollipop guild and i from the day i first saw wizard of oz this has nothing to do with anything it's uh, the, the spitting image of my old man <laughs> i remember the first time i saw it i looked around as dad that's that it like he smacked Shut me up, the boy. There you Shut go. <laughs> Pretty much. In the Northeast, we had other charming phrases for the offspring. So, for those who are uh, who are uh, tuned into us live here, the number is 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. That I know is working. We even tested it ahead of time. We sure did now, didn't we, Skippy? So, uh, call sure. or text that line. Um, I don't know what to tell you about Twitter. <laughs> I, I really don't. I'm going to have to, uh, I, I'm going to have to uh, see just what the hell's going on with that. But um, we'll, we'll investigate. We'll get to the bottom of it, just like I did with 
with my issues. As I said pre-show, the fact that the three of us can sit here and do this <laughs> in three different parts of the country. It is impressive. Okay. Yeah. It is very impressive. It is, you know, look, we have a little technical glitch every now and again. John, who who did you you responded to somebody over Twitter about meeting meeting people in person? Oh yeah, uh, how, I, I asked a question. Um, uh, actually, somebody else had had brought it up originally, but they wanted to know if you've ever met any of your followers or people that are following you on Twitter. And um, the, the list is very the 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 list is very uh, short. I mean, uh, hell, let's face it. Uh, Ed and I have been doing this show for uh, five and a half years and have never met in person. We've never been in the same time zone. Exactly. <laughs> um, I can think of a couple people. Now, I had to. I had to revise that. I've met, uh, of course, uh, the, the sponsor of this particular studio, uh, Miss Shaletta Brundage. Her and I are are very close friends. Yeah, yeah. Did you, you saw that, huh? I, I did see that. The, the young lady, she helped uh, the young lady, and her, I'm gonna get kicked in the head for this. But the young lady that uh, that uh, the uh, George Floyd uh, murder. I thought it was her sister, or she was with her. But um, it, it was a. The book is called "A Walk to the Store." And it's it's a, it's another it's a children. Shaletta specializes in in writing uh, children's books. She uh, helped this young lady pen this out, and uh, it was uh, pretty cool. She invited me. There was a big shindig over in Minneapolis. She invited me to go. Unfortunately, my work schedule kind of got in the way of that a little bit. So. Maybe she could help Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Cruz, go There you go. It's Here's funny. I, I just I just looked at that. And I said, "Boy, I can't wait to find an opening to put a wall <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Not a problem. <laughs> that will never get old, kids and kittens. That will never nope. get old. Nope, nope. <laughs> so anyhow. Um, so did you uh, did you pay any attention at all to the um, the sentencing the sentencing hearing for the uh, Parkland shooter? I I watched a little bit of it. Uh, I'm look the jury came to their decision. It's life in prison. Uh, I I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's right. I think his age played a factor into it, and that's about all I can think of because they should have needled that boy in a New York minute. I'm I'm a proponent of, in a situation like this, where beyond the shadow of a doubt, this is I the person. I don't even think there was, there was no shadow, so they're pretty much. Right. But in a situation like this, I would like to see something like, fine, life in prison, but every day, one member of a victim's family yeah, gets, to come, gets in. to come visit you. And, uh, and what happens, what happens, happens. 
and what ha- you know, and they've got five minutes, and you know, and you're restrained, you know, or just just a punch in the head, just Works. just a punch anywhere, I, or a slap in the face. I, I think a kick in the groin. Be that as it may, I know it sounds barbaric, and and it's not really what we should be doing. But in the case of this, you have literally. Thousands of people were affected, not just uh, the poor souls that were lost that day in their immediate mm-hmm. family, but think about all the kids in school that day yep. that now have to, you know, this is a daily occurrence. Kids have these shooter drills, active shooter drills. Are, are you kidding me? And and we make fun of it. Well, like when I was in school, our biggest fear were the nuns, you know. Exactly. You know who could put a hurt on you, but at least they weren't packing. Nope they they had the goddamn decency to do it with their hands or with a ruler, for goodness' sake. But no, I don't think I don't think life is enough. I don't think he's going to be punished adequately. Apparently, he's still talking about killing people. Let's see how well that goes over in prison. Yeah, but again. Because of his age, we're going to have to deal with him now. I'm sure somebody has run the numbers, what it's going to cost us to house him for the next 60 years. Well, let's face a it. lot. Well, there's always, you know, remember back the Jeffrey Dahmer case. You might just have a little bit of prison justice. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's last meal, knuckle sandwich. Ooh, hey, now. Uh, also, speaking of people who shouldn't have had guns to begin with, Kyle Rittenhouse is is pissing and moaning and crying and complaining. Well, send his ass over to Ukraine. My life is so hard now. I can't yeah. get a job. Oh, nobody will. T- you know, what do you think is going to happen when you shoot two innocent people? Uh huh. Okay, and where's all your GQP pals now? Oh, they. The spotlight died down. Once that spotlight cools off, they want no part of you, pal. Nope. You're going to have to spend the rest of your life being Kyle Rittenhouse murderer. Okay? So, boo-hoo, boo-hoo. You better develop a talent where you can make money without actually having to deal with people. Uh, he probably thought... You just change your damn name. Well, there's that, too. He probably thought when, when you know... Just after he did the, if that wasn't the phoniest bit of crying that I've been associated with since I oh, tried to get to school one day, um, it, 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 you just he he just kind of you know he thought well I'm on top of the world now I got all these uh, President Trump and all these people are just you know sucking up to me and they're bringing me to all their little concerts, all their little shows and all their little meetings and all the little rallies and and, uh, and guess what kid <laughs> you're yesterday's news well, that's it. how about now these Trump yeah. rallies to my knowledge he's not going to you know nobody's going to Trump rallies but the- well this is true but not much you would have thought he might have been a yeah. uh, an invited speaker or something like that to one of these, but let's face the, the let's face it. You know, I hate to say it in this in this term, but it's true. The kids, the kids, a freaking loser, and uh, and he wanted to make a name for himself. He wanted to go play redneck Rambo, and uh, yep, and I got to deal with the consequences. 
Exactly. That's right. Actions say hello to consequences. Say hello to the consequences of your actions. You know, mm -hmm. and that's guess what? This is being a grown up. Like it or not. Like no it or shit. not. Being a grown up sucks without having killed two people. <laughs> it's you know, highly overrated. Being, I'll tell you what, given the option right now, I think I would actually go through high school again. Well, I don't know about that, but no, uh, no. being a grown up is highly overrated. It is way oversold. You know what? I would give up the ability to drive a car to go back to having my mom feed me every day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my, my biggest responsibility was getting home on time. Be home by eight o'clock. Okay, you know, and uh, you know, the only time we used our brain was to figure out how to come up with a legitimate excuse to get out home. of school. Yeah. Or to get out of school. Oh no, the getting out of school thing never happened, as my mother once said. Unless you're dead or there's a body part hanging off, you're going to school. <laughs> and I, I wish I'd have had a little bit more structure around that when I was, uh, especially uh, especially towards tenth and eleventh grade. You know, I, I've I've made this known on a couple occasions. I dropped out halfway through eleventh grade, but uh, it, but I for for all intents and purposes, I didn't. I I was not there more than I was there. To tell you the truth, I. You know, there was only one thing that kept me out of college. That was high school. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. Well, no, the only thing that kept me in school was the threat of my parents kicking my ass. Ooh. Ooh. So that was that was enough there. All right. Well, now we're all spilling here. Let's all you know kick back on the sofa and you know. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about your mother? Oh. <laughs> Let me let me if, uh, uh, indulge me here for just a second. I want to go back to the to this. Well, you're you're very. This is very true. But going back to the Parkland shooter, uh, real quick. First off, I, I got I, I wrote a note here to ask you this. You were you were living in Florida at the time, weren't you? Uh, I was living and, in Broward County at the time. Yeah, you were. Yeah, exactly. Not too damn far away. Not uh, not terribly far away. Uh, earlier that day, well, while it was going on, I was working, and I picked up some folks, and uh, they were going to the airport. And the gentleman says to me, where is Parkland from here? I had no idea what was going on. Oh, geez. And I said, well, it's, it's about X miles this way, and, you know, uh, it'd be about 20 minutes from where we are right now, 25 minutes. And didn't didn't realize anything until I got home that night. And uh, yeah, that's that's if you look at a map of Broward County, it's the upper right hand corner, Parkland. It's the uh, it's as far away from the ocean as you get, and still being in populated Broward County. Yeah, because it's just on the I'm sorry on the north. It's on the northwest corner, northwest corner. It's just okay. on the edge of the Everglades, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Is it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, no, I, uh, uh, anyways, the shooter has claimed uh, his upbringing and uh, different mental problems. Oh, boo-hoo. And, and, and I just want to put this out here. You know, none of us have had an easy, 
an easy life. Now, I'm not trying to tell people that have, have legitimate mental conditions to, you know, buck it up or anything like that. But, you know, we've all, we've all had our issues growing up. God knows I did. I'm sure, you know, without going into a, a long litany here, I'm sure you guys have had times. None of us have ever really entertained the thought in a, in a, in a, all the things that have happened to us have never entertained the thought of picking up a gun and going and shooting up a school. And I was. Oh, not a school. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I got ahead of myself there. <laughs> you can't even Arguing use cards and letters. You can't even use the excuse that, oh, I was bullied in school. I was. Listen. When my mother died, the woman that took me in dressed me. I, I've seen I, I've seen clowns in the circus that were that were. <laughs> you know, this was it was not it was not a pretty sight. Let's just put it that way. And uh, and I was bullied unmercifully. It wasn't until I actually started started fighting back that shit. They they just still been kicking me in the ass if I wouldn't have done something about it. But, you know, it's, we've all had it. We've all had it. These instances, nobody has, nobody thought, oh, it's a good day. I think, I think I'll, uh, I think I'll go shoot up a school today. So, yeah. And, good day for a murder. Yeah. Well, you didn't want to shoot something or somebody, put the gun to your head, pull the trigger, move on. We don't have to deal with it. Well, and I mean, half of these damn cowards are in the shoot. They have to go in and shoot stuff up and then wind up killing themselves anyway, which does nothing other than save the courts a lot of time and money. Oh, you're talking about in the active sh in the school. Yeah. Sh yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they uh, you know, yeah, they, they get themselves all shot up or they do it themselves. Or, yeah. uh, Suicide so by police officer. Yeah, suicide by cop. I had a friend of mine did that. Well, not, I wouldn't call him a friend. He was somebody I knew, but he did that suicide by cop. So uh, uh, he he had issues as long as I can remember. But uh, yeah, boohoo! I I was I was picked on as a kid. I'm I'm short, and by the way, let's not forget his mother drove a minor across state lines with a gun. Why hasn't she faced any charges? Maybe she has. I don't know. A written house again, right? Yeah. yeah. They yeah. drove from Illinois to Wisconsin. Granted, not a long drive. I mean, the, the border towns and all that. But just the same. He was 17. They crossed state lines. This just became, why isn't this a federal issue? Crossed a state line with a minor and a firearm. That's and a loaded kinda, firearm. Doesn't that fall under the Man Act? I, you know, falls <laughs> into the Something Act. Yeah, falls into the Something Act. So while we're somewhat on the subject of school shootings, um, oh, wait, wait a minute before you go. Here, here's the perfect uh, punishment for Nicholas Cruz. That is. The Parkland shooter. Every day he has to be visited by Kyle Rittenhouse. 
<laughs> tortured with the fact that he got away with it. That Rittenhouse got away with it. So did you ever remember? Not, did you ever no remember joke. the movie? Did you ever see the the movie Little Nicky? Yeah. Okay. You should have that. Adolf Hitler, you know, gets the pineapple oh, oh, every every day at noon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I highly recommend Little Nicky if uh, if you want to get that <laughs> reference. And and uh, what? But then again, you can't. That's uh, oh, what was his name? Played the devil. Oh, Ed not Ed Harris. Not Ed. No, Harris. no, no, no. Harvey no, Keitel. No. Keitel. And who played? Who played the devil's father? Oh, um, Rodney Dangerfield. There you go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my God. So. While we're on the subject of, uh, well, God, where are well, <laughs> Yeah, on the subject of what? <laughs> this train I'm doesn't even off the rails here. No, this train doesn't even have rails. We're just no. swerving. Moving along. So is anybody feeling sorry for Alex Jones right about now? Uh, do you know that son what? of a bitch? Do you know that son of a bitch? You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. You can't muffle it with a towel. That son of a bitch, while they were uh, reading the verdict and all that, he was broadcasting and making yeah, fun. Yeah. Oh, they'll never get my money. The but, but, but. Look. You'll never I'm be able to buy anything in this country again. Well. Unless, of course, the Republicans take over. Yeah, the Donald Trump Defense Fund. Uh, by the way, kids and kittens, for those of you listening, uh, vote early, vote often, vote blue. Uh, unless, unless you want to see Chicago now. Yeah, you know, hey. Well, they say we're cheating anyway, so so why not, right? Yeah. Do the time. I might as well do the crime. <laughs> for goodness sake. If you're going to lock me up for it, if you're going to beat me up for it, well, screw you. I'm going to do it. I want to go to work as a, as a poll watcher, especially down here in Texas. Hey, I got a poll you can watch. Uh, hey. Damn right. Boom. Oh. Yeah, vote for together. <laughs> What's that, John? Why did I get you two together? Uh, the world may not know. Just like how many licks to the center of a Tootsie Roll to Exactly. The world. One, two, three. <laughs> well, anyways, with Alex Jones, he, look, <laughs> supposedly the he has to pay damn near a billion dollars. $964 million. Yeah, that's on that case, and then you got the fifty from the first case. Right, from the first case, and there's another one in Connecticut coming up. You got to believe that there are he he will have donors lining up. Sure, yeah, no doubt. If he has to come, if he has to come Very out of pocket, he already does. He's already got people. He's while they were reading the verdict, he was. Uh, uh, begging for money. Well, if you're that damn stupid to give him money, then so much the better for you. Yeah, the sooner you're broke and... Uh, exactly. 
so where so where does this crap even air these days? You can find it. Uh, oh, his stuff. I don't know where his yeah. stuff is. I know where the trial airs. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, I'm just wondering he, where he broadcasts. Yeah. Does, is it, is it, it's a podcast. Live. It isn't live. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, I've never watched him. I'm sure he's got an app and all that, and you can find him if you want him. You can find him. I have no desire. Right. Me neither. I, I'm not. I'm not. You know. If I want to see a, a knucklehead screaming and yelling about nothing, I just look in the mirror. Well, I would just be <laughs> to try to. I don't need a reason. I'm sorry, John. What we were talking. Interesting to try to recap. If you found out the server or found out uh, who's actually broadcasting his That's garbage, secret. He's not hiding. Well, but it'd be nice to be able to to go after that. Pull the plug on after that. They've gone after his company. They've gone after him. That's all, you know, that's the idea is to is to uh, break him. Is to get him so broke that he can't, yeah, he can't do property. anything exactly. And by the by the way, old uh, uh Bill's Bill's favorite congresswoman, uh Marjorie Taylor Green. Notice how I shifted that. Notice how I shifted that buck. Yeah, thank That's you. Your girlfriend. That's your girlfriend. No, 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 no. You've I, had a crush on Marjorie Trailer Park Green for. I I like my woman. I like my woman with five toes on each foot. You're just being picky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was coming to his defense, saying that you oh, know, get off my side, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, but he, she was saying, you know, uh, she was the whole free speech thing. The whole, the, you know, he apologized. He's pay, you know, this and that. Well, yeah. How how yeah, true? He apologized because he got his ass busted. Pretty much. But let's go. Let's f go back and readdress this fallacy that when people are start talking about free speech. It has consequences. Yes, it does. Well, you can, you can say what you like. Free speech, first off, only applies to government. The government, exactly. Mm -hmm. okay. If I'm on private property, if I'm on uh, if, if I'm on your private property, matter of fact, I'll do a much more succinct. I can tell you guys what to say on this radio station. I can do it. Because it's actually my radio station. Now, that would turn into a whole big fight. There'd be wrestling. There'd be oil. It, it's not a pretty <laughs> would not be pretty. It would not. Not at all. But, I mean, technically, legally, that's... Now, if I'm standing outside, I can look at a cop and say, F you, pig. And they're you can. I wouldn't advise it. I would not advise it. <laughs> need to be told that but anyway uh, that that's another story for another time but i can redress my grievances through the government and or their representatives in and in, in any peaceful manner that i so choose well is the old saying is, is you can't uh, you can't go yelling fire in a crowded theater 
Right. Again, yeah. property. But uh, no, of course not. You can't put people in danger. But again, like I just said, if you peacefully do it, I, even yelling at the top of my lungs is still technically peacefully. If I'm not grabbing you or or shooting into a crowd, Mister Rittenhouse, or you know anything like that, if I'm just expressing my opinion and my thoughts, such as they are, and I'm right. doing it in front of the White House or the Governor's Mansion or the Mayor's <laughs> Home, you pick your pick your place, pick your publicly owned government entity. They ain't Jack, you can say to me, okay? They ain't Jack. As long as I'm not creating bigger issues, bigger problems. But for me to say to you, John, you're you're an effing so-and-so. Well, this is private. You can now sue me for defamation. You yeah. probably won't win because it's true what I say, but... Yeah, you got to <laughs> prove it first. Exactly. Well, there is that, so... If you think you can, boy, you you bring bring it on. Well, I mean, does that give me the right to break my foot off in your ass if I don't like what you're saying? That's violence. We're not talking about actions. We're talking about words. You're talking about deeds. That's not free speech. Okay, well, then I would threaten to break my foot off in your ass. Again, that's a threat of violence. That's a threat, yes, okay. Terroristic threat, that's true. Now, if you want to say to me, Ed, I think you're a giant poo-poo head, well, that hurts. <laughs> it hurts. But this is a private thing between... We're private citizens. Now, I can go and, and sue you for calling me a giant poo-poo head because I happen to believe I am a poo-poo head, but not a giant one. Not a giant one. <laughs> Oh, brother. 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. Just because I shampoo with Preparation H does not mean that I'm a poopoo head. Do you use cream or lotion? I'll never tell. (laughs) Or suppository. Oh, no! You don't want to know where I use the suppository. Oh wait, That's what scurred me. <laughs> well, I sounded like Herschel Walker there. So, anyway, have we cleared up this uh, First Amendment free, uh, freedom of speech? Yeah. It's not, it, it, people, yeah, it's know, mistake it is what it is. I can say what I want, where I want, when I want. Yeah. It, it's really not. It's generally accepted as such. You and I, again, you and I having a discussion, uh, you know, F you, Bill. You can't say that. Sure, I can. Freedom of speech. No, I can't. Now, if you were, anyway, I think I've explained my point. Yes, you have. What else do you need to explain, gentlemen? So I'm going to, I'm going to broadside both of you here with something. Hey, good not. Last time I heard that, it cost me drinks all night long, but you go right ahead. So I've been, Sitting on a topic here for the last couple of weeks, haven't suppository felt- cream or oh sorry. <laughs> but you opened the door for it. Yes, you I did. did. You and bent over, grabbed those cheeks, and we covered this a while back. We even had a guest on to talk about it uh, for a little bit, and that was I wanted to get into this whole talk of of homelessness and, and how 
um, how I'm at, how we can actually tie it in a little bit with what they're doing in um, in New York now. Oh, uh, okay, the, yeah. The refugees, they're they're they've got a huge tent city. Yeah, that's that's being constructed on uh, on Randall's Island, which, uh-huh. sits, which sits essentially between Queens, the Bronx, and New York, uh, and New York and Manhattan. Uh huh. Uh, Anthrax Island. Island? No, no. You're thinking of right. You're thinking of Rikers. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead, John. I want to see where you're going with that. Well, it's it, instead of pissing and moaning about it, and making a you know, yeah, they 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 did a little bit of well, this isn't right and what have you, but. Uh, the mayor of New York did a real good job of of putting things into action as far as getting someplace to shelter these uh, these immigrants, these refugees that have been uh, that have come into have been involuntarily sent to New York. Mm-hmm. But well, we've got a, a, a kind of an issue here uh, in Minnesota, just like a lot of places where. The homeless population has gotten uh, it, it's crazy i mean we we've got tent cities makeshift tent cities encampments and what and whatnot popping up all over the place uh, John, it, it's funny you bring this up because i had this conversation this week with uh with somebody i work with we were talking about homeless and what can we do and building this and building that and the point i made was not everybody that's homeless wants your help. Exactly. They don't want to be in a shelter. They don't want to be part of a government mm-hmm. thing. They don't want to be told where to go, how to go. Now, there are some places that have built these tiny houses. They're a little compound, but everybody gets their own little, it's like a little cabin, little one-room cabin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me, personally, I believe more homeless folks would be would be interested in that they have their own little place they can shut off from the world if they want but to now the immigrant thing with the thing they're building on Randall's Island totally different thing like you said you got people that have been shipped here very much against their will and uh, you know this is going to play out like it's going to play out but you know there's a lot of homeless people they have there there are mental issues there, and there are just, I'm tired of the effing world issues. Some people are there because true. they live paycheck to paycheck and they fell one paycheck short. They would love help, but not everybody. Not everybody. There is no, when it comes to homelessness, in my opinion, there is no one-size-fits-all solution. No. Exactly. No. And with, And if you don't want to be dealing with anybody anyway, I, I, I mean, it's being forced to go to a shelter is tantamount to going to prison. Being in some regards, you're being told you have to go there. You're you're fearing for your life. Things get stolen. You know, so that's my take on that. Well, we have, and and, and Bill's familiar with this from his time in uh, in Minnesota, but we have uh, several rather large uh, 
retail sites. Um, I don't know if you uh, you remember the Sears uh, building down on Rice Street. Oh yeah, you know, you know that's been, that building's been uh, empty for a long time, empty for quite a while. And it's a standalone Sears. It was a standalone standalone Sears. It wasn't wasn't attached to a mall or anything. There's another one similar to that in a Minneapolis suburb of Brooklyn Center, like that. God knows we got two or three WalMarts, or not WalMarts, excuse me, Kmart's, old Kmart's where the building is, sat empty. Why the heck could they? The one thing about having a tent city in Minnesota is the elements kind of make a little, eh, a little sketchy for them. I mean, what? You guys have tough winters? Uh, Occasionally. You can say that when you get enough snow to collapse a goddamn Teflon ceiling. Yeah, the Metrodome. <laughs> a beautiful, beautiful piece of video that was. Oh, well, the anyway. bottom line with this, where you're going, John, I, I, I agree with you, but who owns these buildings? Somebody See? must still own the building. If the city owns the building, then, you know, you claim all sorts of eminent domain, all that good stuff. Take it over and do what you want with it. But there's still people that probably own the damn thing. It's sitting on such prime real estate. They don't want to sell it because they know it's worth something. So that might be an issue. If it was, if it was prime real estate, it would have been. It would have been. Well, filled. you have a point there too. I mean, like, like I said, this, this series on Ray Street. How long has it been sitting empty? Uh, Since I was in Minnesota, and I've been gone 20 years now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a a long while. It's the same thing with the with the Sears. uh, That that one in Brooklyn Center. It's a little bit closer to more to other retail stores. I think maybe a few people. My, it isn't connected to a mall, but it's it's close enough where I think some of the other retailers might. Pitch a bitch or yeah, whatever. people are going to start screaming "NIMBY," uh, not in my backyard. But the old, the old Kmart uh, off of uh, thirty-five in Maryland, Bill. I'm sure you're familiar with mm-hmm. that's that's been. Uh, well, John, that's John, been I'm going to cut you off here because every place has their their old Sears, their big buildings nobody's used, nobody's looked at. A, you got to get the owners of the property on board. B, you got to make it habitable. You know, there's a lot of dough involved here. You've got to remember, like we just said, not everybody wants to go there. Is it convenient? Is it, is it, can you get to the other places these folks need to get to for different services? Or is it 14 bus connections? You know, you got to look at all that. And when you look at, but I go back to look at all the money that would have to be involved in it. Wouldn't it just be better to, you know, put these, get them an apartment, pay the first year. That's not a bad. But what do you do after the first year? We have, unfortunately, I don't know what it's like. And well, I'm sure it can't be any, any better in New York, but we have a, a shortage of affordable housing here. Oh, sure, here, too. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I mean, I have a nice place now. It's not cheap. I pay $2,700 a month for a two-bedroom. Oh, Jesus. 
and uh, and I'm in Queens. I'm near the airport. Okay, it's a huge problem here. Although there are plenty of places in this city that you can look. Every city is different. Every metropolitan area is different. When I said put them up for a year, look, pick your pick your time frame, a year, two years, whatever. Yeah, okay. Whatever other programs they're involved with, welfare, VA, you know, all that would have to be kind of, you know, put together. Uh, we already have uh, rental assistance here. I, hell, I applied for it. Anybody can apply for it. As long as you're making less than a quarter million dollars a year, that's no joke. That is no joke. Well, uh, that makes sense in New York, especially. Well, yeah, yeah. Just, just because you make $150,000 a year does not mean you can afford to live in the Oh, are you kidding me? Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've always said, if you have unlimited funds, Manhattan's a great place to live. Oh, it's everything you would ever possibly need is there. But if you got to go out and work 60 hours a week, Manhattan ain't the place to live. No, <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, what do most people want? They, you know, they want uh, their own, their own roof over their head. Some people don't want to be bothered with the rest of civilization. They go out, they do their thing and, and they don't want to be bothered with you. So, okay. They've got a warm place to stay. And nobody's going to bother them, you know. Uh, and, and that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Uh, but in some cases, a lot of cases, it's better than warehousing people in shelters of the sure. VA and and all that, because now the 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 sense of the resentment that will build. Now you're just begging somebody to go off the deep end. It's not an easy solution. The homeless problem in this and every other country is not an easy solution. There is no easy solution. As long as we have people worth 200 and something billion dollars like Elon Musk, you know, why do you need that much? Nobody needs that much money. Think about everything you could possibly want in your life. Multiply it by 10, and that's as much money as you'll ever need. Everything else just... The only you know, thing with that argument, though, Ed... Is that with these encampments, they're just that. They're encampments. Yeah. They there are a group of everybody, you know, so somehow they're able to get their hands on tents. Right. And I don't, I don't disagree, John. That's you know, it, it everybody you're gonna deal with is going to be different. Some people it's a single male, others it's it's a woman with four kids, you know. Everybody has different needs, and they got there differently. It, but all their paths led them to this same place. But it's going to take as many unique solutions as it will, as there are people, to get everybody. And it's not easy. It's not easy. It will never be easy. Uh, not until I take over the world. And then, well, I mean, just because something isn't easy doesn't mean that... Uh, <laughs> coming for you <laughs> i know you're slow now do, do you think it's going to be easy to go to mars no but they're friggin' doing it they're friggin' doing it do you think it was easy to go to the moon can we solve these problems yes right now in our civilization we need the mm -hmm. financial backing to do it and that's really what it is right now we have too many people who want to be in power simply 
Because to be in power. To be in power. There you go. Well, it's it's like I like I corrected somebody yesterday uh, on Twitter. Uh, uh, basically said uh, it will uh, in uh, another month or whatever. Uh, Democrats will still be in power, and I I, I corrected him. I says no, no, not power. People, dem, uh, Republicans, they're the ones that are looking for power. Mm-hmm. People on our side of the fence lead. They're leaders. They're, they're going to govern. That's the idea. Not to, say, not to say we don't have dopes on this side of the fence. And oh, that's and, for damn sure. You know, but at least they're not up front about it. At least they're not bragging about it. You know. Well. I don't know. Everybody thinks, "Oh, let's let's put the Republicans in. We want Trump again." Yeah. Uh, well, look, look at uh, look alone over in. Uh, look at how well that kind of that uh, type of conservative fiscal conservative policy is working over in uh, the UK. Mm-hmm. Old, uh, old, what the hell is her name now? Since uh, trust. Yeah, she uh, she's already they're already looking to show her the door. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Ed, did you see that they finally found out what killed the queen? Why, no. Old age. You know. <clears throat> that was the official answer. <laughs> Is that the official? That was the official answer. Old age got her. <laughs> I, I, I'm not buying into that. I think it's a government conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Her, I'm dogs, I'm her dogs killed her. The queen is dead. Still no suspects. <laughs> I, I think his first name though is Grim. <laughs> Grim Reaper, come on, stay oh. with the group. I wasn't going to say anything more about it. I just, oh, come on, John. <laughs> oh, come on, boys. We're doing so well there. We're just we're just at the finish line. Just don't start the cats again. It can be at the we, we get goofball in a couple of minutes for goodness sake. And uh, by the way, this this week's uh, uh, halftime entertainment is uh, John. You got your wish. John John requested it, and we uh, we put it up yeah. a little red rainbow to to Uh-oh. keep your watch. Are you having an issue? You having no? A no, I'm just. Uh oh, I'm afraid. Ooh. Oh, it's it's knee pain. Let's watch this. Let's watch Bill suffer. If you're not watching us, boy, oh boy. What do we got? 25 more seconds. We can go to break. You might ought to want to hurry. <laughs> might want to hurry. <laughs> I'm going to be saying shit you don't want to hear. You just you- did. I know. Sorry. You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. <laughs> Poor Bill, he's still still suffering after knee surgery. Ah, everybody's favorite sound, <laughs> including the listeners. All right, well, exactly. We'll we'll be back in uh, a couple of minutes here. So uh, meanwhile, stay tuned. Uh, you're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Just killing time is next. Yeah. Just killing me. Oh. 
you've found just killing time with John and Ed. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. While I whip this out. Okay, everyone, welcome back to the January 6th hearings, which will finally determine the criminal culpability of former fake president Donald Jessica Trump. Now let's go to some behind-the-scenes DVD extras from his pre-recorded address to the nation on January 7th. Okay, whenever you're ready, sweetie. And we are rolling. Everyone, please clear the set. We're rolling. Thank you. Okay, Mr. President, you're on in five. You got this, bitch. Three, two. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday. Sing out, Louise. But this election is now over. Congress has certified the results. I don't want to say the election's over. I just want to say. Just say you're a big fat loser. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. Let's take that again. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday. Yesterday is a hard word for me. Such a complicated word to say When his dentures start to slip away He's not okay With yesterday Plain to see How he screwed with our democracy Binging Big Macs while he watched TV this just ain't on our history When the votes came through They were blue instead of red So he said If you staged a coup And went to bed Fuck this Joined now by the man everyone's talking about, Attorney General Garland. Judy, seditious conspiracy, espionage, bad hair. What the hell is it going to take to nail this guy? No pressure. The Justice Department has been doing the most wide-ranging investigation in its history. Well, step on it, sis, because he's getting ready to announce and we cannot let him be president again. I'm running out of show tunes. The Justice Department has, from the beginning, been moving urgently to bring to justice everybody who's criminally responsible for interfering with the peaceful transfer of power. We said, girl, time to go. He said, no. That piece of trash. 
ride. Stop the steel, grab the wheel, and try to crash the country's history. On that awful January day, when Josh Hawley tried to join the fray, then shit his pants and ran away. What? the slimy awful GOP. Broke into his property for national security. He's done every crime. Now it's time to crush this clown. Go and lock him up or he'll flush this country down the toilet. Yesterday, please don't take us back to yesterday. Get your shit together, DOJ, and prosecute like yesterday. Lock Step on it, sis. <laughs> yes, indeed, it is. I, oh, looky, looky. <laughs> All right, welcome back. We're just killing time here now on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on what's left of the Radio TFI streaming network. Uh, once again, from the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. From the Radio TFI Executive Tower, standing tall above Queens, New York, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Ah, can't hear him. You're muted. Good morning, kids and kittens. Which was had a fantastic week. Just testing you guys. Good, John. Introduced the other guy. Well, we could have just we could have gone the whole show and just kind of left it <laughs> left it muted and seen how long before he figured it out. Can we do that last week? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I guess. All right, <laughs> and now down there in the uh, in the Charlie Weaver Square, there. Uh, once again, from the uh, Beto for Governor studio in Wichita Falls, Texas, it is, once again, my friend, Bill Fan. Yeehaw! Yeehaw. You know, I never thought I'd hear you actually say that. You are the most un-Texan Texan I have ever I have ever known. I won't argue that point. So, well, we got a, a bunch of fun stuff here to uh, uh, muddle uh, through here real quick. I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know what I didn't do? Oh, I can only imagine. There's a the list goes on and on. It's way too long. Really. You didn't put together a birthday list this week, did you? I, I put it together, but I didn't print it out. Yeah, well, too bad. Yeah. Fortunately, yeah. fortunately, I found it. God damn it. Just, just that quick. Oh, he's already complaining about the birthday thing. <laughs> All right, I thought we were going. Are we going? We're going. Do it. Go for it.
All right, so we actually have to go to start with uh, where we have uh, Martina Navratilova will be 66. And Jean-Claude Van Damme will be 62. John, next time you show up at rehearsal, pay attention, would you please? You're supposed to wait until the music starts to... I, I did wait. Not long enough. Moving on. Oh, you didn't get you? him his green M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On, on uh, Wednesday, Evander Holyfield will be 60 years old. Who wants to make the ear joke? Show of hands. Ah, come on. Who wants to make it to his face? <laughs> He's only a year older than I am, so I... <laughs> That's it. And looks like he could still... Uh, he he, looks like he could idea. still... Yeah. Probably still slap the crap out of you. That's Pretty much. Uh, on Thursday, we get to wish our vice president, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, excuse Kamala. me. <laughs> There's a story behind this. I hate Yes, I, there is. Yeah, you're a racist pink. Come on. But anyways, uh, uh, Vice Kamala President Harris, Vice President Harris, we'll be safe with that, won't we? There you go. We'll be 58. Wait a minute. I'm older than the vice president? I'm older go than figure. Wow, that hurts. It's getting bad now, you know. Before, well, I was older than I was older than the last two first ladies. Yeah, I was only I was. I've told this story a million times. Uh, president Obama was the first president, only president thus far that I've been older than, and I thought he was older than me. I thought he was like a year or two older than me. Boy, mm. was I hurt to find out he wasn't. Moving on. I wanted to I wanted to bring to tell you tell Bill this because he you I think I've told this, told you this story Ed and it doesn't mean a lot to you but um, back back most, my most back, of what you say doesn't mean a lot to me but well that's true too but <laughs> when it comes right down to it who gives a damn <laughs> but uh, anyways um, Bill you have a little bit more knowledge about wrestling than uh, wrestling than Ed does. But there was a wrestler from back in the uh, 80s and 90s. Did you just snore? Did you really just... <laughs> no, not me. No, Ma. I don't feel... Uh, I don't want to go to school. Who was... Who was his, his ring name was Kamala. 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 The <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Bill knows exactly what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Well, Kamala, his real name, is James Harris. Yes, I was going to say it was something simple. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I love our vice president to death. But when, when, when she was first uh, introduced into the national stage, I couldn't help. I couldn't help but go there. James, stop this crazy thing. Pretty much. Okay. All right. On Friday, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu will be 73. He's got a new book out. Okay. I'm just saying. I saw it on uh, the other night. Oh, okay. 
Move on. And uh, Kim Kardashian will be 42. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta say that's that's a big. I I am proud to say, I have not seen one second of no. any of that nonsense. Thank nope. you. Oh, either. All right. Last but not least, on Saturday, Jeff Goldblum will be seventy years old. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! And Jeff Goldblum's still trying to wrench an apartment. Yes, he is. <laughs> And he's, and, he's, and he's just sitting on the wall watching you. Mm -hmm. Help me, help me. The help me. There you go. Well, I don't know what to do from here. Mm. Now, we missed no, last yeah. week. I gotta, I gotta get myself a little bamboo back scratch here before we get going. Oh, good. The best dollar. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. I feel better. Let's do this. Let's do this. If I can find the. Oh, there it is. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week. <laughs> Each week, John, five yards on the cloud of dust, Shannon, Bill, <laughs> butt punt, <laughs> General of the Computer wears tennis shoes, and I will each choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. I ran out of music. Extra points can be earned with a two or three point conversion, if we have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 well. Well, let's, let's start with the scoreboard. Well, now let's look at last week that we never got to cover, but let's take a look at last week. Last week, uh, uh, John went against my, uh, my, uh, my, my dolphins and, uh, won very well. Uh, he picked up two points. I picked up one, uh, Bill picked up two and, uh, poor Gerald. Gerald went for two on two different games. And, uh, the only, the only game he could win, win on was that, uh, Minnesota Chicago game, and actually that was a seven point spread. He won. By the way, Bill, uh, ties go to the runner here. Mm -hmm. So Minnesota gave up seven, and Gerald picked Minnesota. Uh, so, but we give him the tie, so he gets the win. There are no ties here. And so let's take. Uh, can I can I say something real quick about that Philadelphia Arizona game? Sure. I sat there, and that damn thing's getting down to overtime and begging Philadelphia to miss the field goal. So it goes to overtime, and they could score a touchdown, and I could still cover. But the bastards had to kick a field goal to win the game. Yeah, it's going to happen on a weekly basis. So let's let's take a let's take a look at our uh, at our scoreboard. Uh, uh, John Shannon leads the pack with twelve points. I'm trailing behind with ten. Bill Fancher is two points behind me 
with eight points. Meanwhile, Gerald is uh, bringing up the rear with four points. So now we're back up to speed. And also, this is a special week, kids and kittens. We're all picking the uh, the Dolphin Viking game. And uh, oh, I just want to be able to show this. Huh? How's that? How's that for gear? Huh? I can't wear it anymore. It's too small. I shouldn't but, have thrown it in the washer. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, a, it wasn't the jacket that went in the washer. That was the problem. Yeah, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, John Shannon, let's start with your picks for this week. All right. Well, in no particular order, I'm actually a little surprised that the uh, Chiefs were a uh, three-point dog against the Bills. But I'm uh, I'm going to go ahead with, uh, with the Chiefs and uh, – and get three points on that one. Um, Bengals against the Saints. Bengals are a two-point favorite going into New Orleans. I like that. I'm going to take the uh, the Bengals uh, give, are giving up two points. The Jets. Hey, the Jets have been pretty good to me here uh, over the last couple of weeks. So, uh <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna ride that train here. They're seven uh, they're seven and a half point dogs going into Green Bay, and so I I'm, I'm rolling dice a little bit on that. I'm taking the Jets, getting seven and a half points. Go Jets, J E T S. It's just end the season. <laughs> and and your final pick, and my bonus pick here. Come on, who who couldn't have saw this coming? Vikings go to Miami, where there'll be some uh, fillet of uh, fillet of dolphin here, ready on the table, ready to go. I'm taking the Vikings three point favorites. There you go. Just remember, the Jets beat a third string quarterback last week. I'm not saying that the Dolphins didn't. You know, I'm just saying. Bill Fancher, let's go with your picks for uh, for this week. What do you got for me, Bubba? Well, first off, tell Gerald to bite my shiny metal buttocks. So, uh, okay, let's. let's <laughs> giving me all this Jolly Rancher crap now. Figure where he is. So there you go. I'm taking the 49ers minus five against uh, the Falcons, and I believe the Steelers have gone into the crapper big time. So I'm take uh, the Bucks minus eight. Okay. against the Steelers, and I'm going to take two points. I'm taking the Jags plus two over the Colts. And that of course, would surprise me. That surprised yeah. me. And, of course, <laughs> Minnesota kicks the crap out of Miami. <laughs> Skull! Skull! <laughs> All right, let's go with let's go with my picks now. I uh, I'm going with nothing but dogs this week. Nothing but dogs. Uh, I'll take the New York Football Giants getting five and a half points, hosting the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Dallas gets six and a half points and a trip to Philadelphia. That's going to be a close one. I I don't I even with the six and a half points, I'm not entirely confident about that. Carolina Panthers visit the world champion L.A. Rams. I'm taking Carolina. Getting 10 points, and it still concerns me. And finally, 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 
Those Minnesota Vikings visit South Florida, excuse me, Joe Robbie Stadium, where the Dolphins are three-point dogs. I'm taking my Dolphins. I don't think, I, I, I just have to take my Dolphins. I could sit here and explain away all day long why I'm taking my Dolphins. It doesn't matter. We're just taking them. Finally, finally, let's see what Gerald has to say for his picks. Gerald? Good morning, gentlemen. Mr. Fancher, one trusts that your recovery is moving at the desired pace. <laughs> Although I am told that the Radio TFI cafeteria has run out of your favorite, the Toonie Sandwich. Ha ha ha. That was a good one, if I must say so myself. Yes, thank Mr. Ramnes, huh? please be more careful in the future. You knocked me off of the air last week. This computer is my home. Take better care of it, Cheerio. sir. Mr. Yeah, sure. Please, AI voices are my thing. Thank you. Now, on with the picks. The Buffalo Bills visit Kansas City today. I like the chefs getting three points. Great googly moogly. Next up, the Brady Bunch is in Pittsburgh. Give me those yinzers and eight points. Steelers over the Bucks. For game number three, I'll take the world champion Los Angeles Rams. Those pesky Carolina Panthers can have 10 points and a sightseeing map of the Stars' homes. Finally, it's the game these goons are all worked up about. The Minnesota Vikings travel to South Florida and take on those Miami Dolphins. Cue the music. I'm going for two with the underdog Dolphins, giving Minnesota six and a half points. Enough of the music. Thank you very much. By the way, you three have now exceeded the internet's weight limit. Enjoy the games. Gerald. He's getting nasty in his little... Anyway, let's let's recap. Let's take a look at this week. John's taking his Kansas City chefs uh, plus three points as they host Buffalo. He likes the Bengals minus two at New Orleans. The J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. John's getting seven and a half points as they visit the Frozen Tundra in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And finally, in the bonus pick of the week, he likes his, uh, what do you say, skull? Minnesota skull. Uh, Giving up three points as they visit my Miami Dolphins. Uh, Bill? Bill has given up five points, which I think is a very good pick, by the way. Uh, taking those uh, San Francisco Giants versus the Atlanta Braves. The San Francisco Giants? Okay. Whatever. Doesn't matter. You're going to lose anyway. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bill's also given up eight to uh, to Pittsburgh uh, with Tampa as they visit the, uh, the uh, confluence of the three rivers. Can anybody name the three rivers? Uh, no. The Allegheny, the Ohio, Monagahela. Monagahela. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bill takes likes the Jacksonville Jaguars getting two points as they visit Indianapolis. I find that pick to be questionable, but hey, it puts him a point behind another point behind me. Finally, in the uh, game of the week, uh, Bill shockingly takes the Vikings, giving up three <laughs> points against my Dolphins. I like, I like, uh, did I already mention what I like? Yeah, I like those New York Giants hosting the Baltimore Ravens, given uh, getting five and a half points. Dallas visits Philadelphia, getting six and a half points. Carolina visits the world champion Los Angeles Rams. I like them 
I'm taking 10 points. Finally, 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 finally. What else? It's it's my Miami Dolphins. They're gonna whoop up the Sky Skyler Thompson. That's that's your quarterback today, kids and kittens. You know, and that's <laughs> been the problem over the years. The Vikings playing quarterbacks that have never played and they get their butts kicked. So that's right. it does worry me. And uh let's go with Gerald's pick. Gerald uh like John likes Kansas City getting three points. Unlike Bill, he likes Pittsburgh getting eight points. Unlike me, he likes the Rams giving up ten points. And finally, he's going for two with the Dolphins. And as the Dolphins are an underdog, he only has to give up six and a half points to go for two. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, that completes John and Ed versus the spread for this week. And if you're going to use our picks to bet real money on these games this week, John, what is it we always say? Well, for this week only, this is what I have to say. Get a touchdown score, Vikings today. And Thank you, dog. About that, and that completes John and Ed versus the Spurs for this week. You're a brave soul, though, with the Dallas-Philadelphia uh, game. I sat there and looked and looked and looked and looked yeah. at that, but uh, I didn't want to touch it. By the way, coming into this week, now, as I've mentioned, uh, I, I pick all the games every week for my own personal thing. I've done it for years. Week one, I went 13-3. and three. In weeks two, three, four, and five, I went 8-8. Eight and eight. <laughs> I split it right down the middle the past four weeks. And it's just, I've never done that. I've had a couple of weeks, you know, back-to-back identical records. I've never done four weeks in a row of just complete, total definition of mediocrity. <laughs> there you go. But we're going to watch those. Uh... How are you going to watch the game, Bill? On oh, direct have... TV. Oh, that's right. You do have it. So we'll all be able to watch the game. And uh, it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful thing. Next Sunday is going to be a very good day for at least. It's going to be a good day. For Bill, Bill, would you like his number so you can uh, taunt him a little bit? <laughs> I'll pass along any taunts you want to throw. Yeah, that's so nice of you. Which now, I mean, I would be, I would certainly appreciate that. It's. Uh... <sighs> what do you think, John? Where are we? Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. Well, as you may remember, last week we uh, weren't able to do this for. Uh, for some particular reason that that'll uh, will go, will go unnamed at this point in time, so let's go ahead and get uh, right into it. So here is your uh, challenger for uh, this week uh, from uh, oh geez, when was that? Nineteen ninety two. Seventy eight. 
the challenger. No, oh, no, no. Challenger. Big, okay. Last week. The last week. Curtain. Okay. Yeah. Fellas, yeah. Fellas, yeah. Your girlfriend got your butt. Hell yeah. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake, it, shake, it. shake that healthy butt. Baby got ballet. Here's my scandal. I want to get you home and uh, double up. Uh, uh. <laughs> you know, when that song first came out, it was it was it was kind of cool for about a month, and after yeah. that, it got old real fast. So did you? What's your point? I, well, hell, I can't help it. <laughs> All right, and here is your uh, reigning champion from uh, 1970, Norman Greenbaum. Old Norman Old Greenbaum giving us uh, Stormy Norman. Yeah, giving us Spirit in the Sky from 1970. So, all right. Are you, are you ready for this week's winner? Are you ready for it? Are you ready? Well, I'm about as ready as I'm going to be, unfortunately. I think I know where this one's going, so go ahead. All right. Well, here's your winner, and still. Really? Network uh, Battle of the Network Stars. There you go. Battle of the One Hit Wonders. Champion. Once again, Norman Greenbaum. That's the best When I lay 
ladies and gentlemen, as we join Bill Fancher in prayer. Sip, <laughs> you don't want to know who I'm praying to right now. Bill, we're, we're back on. The god of hydrocodone. Oh, one of my favorites. <laughs> one of my favorites. All right. Anyways, your uh, your uh, current champion here once again. I can't believe this nice little run there that old uh, Norman is uh, going through here. That's about what uh, seven in a row, six, seven in a row. Oh, I think, six, I think it's about five oh, in a row. No, no Ooh, it's okay. more. Than five. We should actually keep track of these kind of things, but we really should. should. We could, probably could. <laughs> now, John, do you know who Bill's challenger is? Yes, I do. Well, that's good because I, I will say this before we get going on Bill's. I I want to say I was duly impressed with this choice. Ooh. I I I think there is. I looked, and although when when this song went out, this person was a member of a much, much larger, bigger, bigger group. But doing a little, I did a little dive, and everybody that appears on this song is in no way affiliated with the with other the, group. Exactly. With the other. Before so, we go deeper into this, though, do, would you like the numbers, or are you just satisfied? No, no, no. We oh, we want. It's been two weeks, man. We got to have the numbers. I'm James. Numbers. numbers. Okay. <laughs> well, like I said in uh, pre-show, this was really, really close. Uh, Facebook, Facebook gave the nod. Uh, gave the nod and maybe got back with really? uh, 63 percent of the vote. Wow. It's Twitter. It's Twitter that gave uh, Norman. Uh, it, yeah, we got some Twitter loving there from for uh, Spirit in the Sky. There, sixty sixty point nine percent. Wow! Wow! So, so for a total total was uh, Spirit in the Sky took it by a f margin of fifty two point nine. Percent that is probably Ooh. the margin so we've had 52.9 to 46.1, something like that. Uh, something like that, 47.1. Wow, that's that's not a lot. Well, thank you, my Twitter peeps. We uh, we appreciate that. It's uh, I think this also describes we have two completely different audiences. <laughs> <laughs> Our audience on Twitter is too white. That's a <laughs> well, that, that could very well be old and white. They're old, old and white. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, go with uh, this uh, coming week's challenger. So this seventy-eight. Building towering to the sky 
And that was Ace Fraley. Is tell me, is it Fraley or Freely? Fraley, isn't it? That's actually Fraley. Ace Fraley from 1978. And if you didn't know who that uh, reference was to, that was uh, that was the Katiz's. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, guitarist, lead guitarist with yeah. Kiss. Is yeah. Lead- yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So what? Uh, so what Ed was referring to was the fact that uh, he looked and uh, everybody that uh, cut that uh, they actually actually did, he did an album. All four well, of them actually, did albums. Yeah, they all. I, I can still see the display in the department uh-huh. store. They mm-hmm. all four put out solo albums at the same time. They released, released on the same four, day. All released on the same day, and and they all had their just a, a headshot. They all similar. Same style of headshot, but with each one of them. Uh, good morning. Hey, there he is. Hey, Steve, how are you, pal? Uh, but Thanks yeah, so you're right home there, sir. And uh, another interesting fact, and my dive to verify that I gotta say, Bill, bravo, bravo on that one. That was you, you weren't kidding when you said you had one. You know, there, there's I gotta give you the proper clap. <laughs> Thank you. But I, I dug I dug a little deep just to see who was who. The drummer on that song, Anton Fig. Anton oh, Fig. Of uh, uh, the David Letterman show. And the, where the one connection that you'll get with that, too, is Anton Fig actually did a lot more drumming for Kiss. Yes. Uh, yes. Later on yep. when uh, Peter Chris was having his problems. Yeah. Like he wasn't with the band anymore. Right, <laughs> but, but uh, there you go, and uh, I get I get a feeling I got my hands full with this one. This yeah, month. and this was the only one of the four that actually uh, made had a single off of their albums that made it into the charts. It's yeah, it made it gimmick. made it to number made it to number thirteen and was on the charts for yeah. twenty four weeks. That whole thing was a gimmick, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, Gene Simmons is not a songwriter. He is not. He's certainly not a singer. <laughs> you know, and the other two really, you know, look. It, big giant flapping tongue he has getting in the way. Well, well there you go. Well, there you go. But anyway, so uh, that's, uh, I can't wait to see what John has lined up for next week. Oh, John, I, you are the challenger, sir. You are I, the challenger. Cool. Okay. Uh, what the hell else was I going to say about that now? And I completely, completely spaced it out. That, that's just what nobody knows. Uh, more importantly, no, nobody, cares. nobody cares. Well, that's that goes without saying. I, I feel it's it always helps to say it. <laughs> You're horrible. I am horrible. Thank you for noticing. I work very hard at it. I work very hard at it. Uh, Damn it. Uh, don't mind me. Go about your business. I'm setting up for the end of the show. So what is uh, so what is with these signs that... Uh... I don't know. These are some damn things that Barb had, and they're just sitting here on the, the thing, so I thought, well... Uh, you picked a good week when we have very little... Props. Uh... props. We cannot... You are not allowed... I'm not allowed... That's right. No, but it's real. 
Well, I mean, that's right. No props. Ah, no props. No props. <laughs> Dolphins are all going to. You should have shipped off. Uh, By the way, uh, for the, the radio audience, I'm holding up my very old Dolphins jacket. Doesn't fit me anymore, and we'll just leave. We're it all going to have tilapia for dinner. Who? Tilapia. No idea what that Never is. Never mind. Is wow, that a dolphin yeah. dish? Because by the way, let me let me educate you. There is the dolphin, the mammal, and dolphin, the fish. They're two different things. This is dolphin, the mammal. Yeah, not a fish. The whole squish the fish thing. No, no, no. Yeah, well, they they. But let's face it. They're you know maybe not so much anymore. But back in the day, you had no problem finding a little bit of dolphin mixed in with your can of Starkist. I'm not a tuna. <laughs> That's uh, look, look, look. How many times have you guys been to the Super Bowl? More importantly, how many times have you won? Oh, you're starting to sound like goddamn Dallas Cowboy players. Yeah, yeah. You know what you know what you'll call a cowboy with a Super Bowl ring? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> about a dolphin player too. Yeah, that's it. Even worse. I think '73 was the last time we won. We won back to back '72 and '73. Yeah, you cheating bastards. A cheating bastards. What? Just because I can should have beat you the year that you went undefeated. What was that? A fourteen? What did we beat? Fourteen, 14 to seven to game. I remember watching that. Yeah, I was a pup. I was a pup. I didn't even just didn't a even, little one. Just a wee one. Just a wee one. So, John, what else you got for us today? <laughs> I <still> good timing. <laughs> I wait for that. I wait for those moments. <laughs> of course, I still have fond memories of. Uh, of the the only time I've actually seen the Miami Dolphins uh, live and in person, that was also in their perfect season. Really, uh, when they uh, played the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, okay. In the NFL's longest game. Yeah, so, that was that, wasn't it? Yeah, that was that, that game. Was the longest game. Yeah, I was at that yeah. game. Cool. Orange Bowl. Huh? No, I, I wasn't. Nope, that was okay. in Municipal Stadium, Kansas City, Missouri. Municipal Stadium. Yeah, Arrowhead hadn't opened up until a year. I want to say two years later. By the way, if you never saw a game at Orange at the Orange Bowl, consider yourself blessed. Oh, really? Was it oh, that it was nothing, no, nothing but bench seats. You know. Oh, okay. And uh, I went there. I I went there for a couple of football games and a couple of concerts. Uh, and ooh, ooh, I was so glad when Joe Robbie Stadium opened. What a! Uh, you want to talk about a great place to watch a game? That really, I haven't. And I I, ne I haven't been able to go there since they renovated and put the half roof on. Uh, I wish I would have, but maybe someday. Anyway. It's uh, it's a good place to watch a game. You get football, baseball. They even did baseball there. Not the greatest seats for baseball, because all the seats were were face set. By the way, I, I don't know if you guys can hear what's going on outside. I don't know what's going on outside. I can't There's, hear. Anything, so. Good. It's a right. Trump riot. If only they figured out where I live. 
Come by, the way, by the way, remember, if if the Republicans take over in the next couple of years, all you can hope for is a, is a is a bunk by the window at the re-education camps. That's yeah, all. I'm going to learn how to speak Canadian, eh? Hey, <laughs> I, I you guys laugh, but uh, I'm I'm not that far away from the exit door. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> All um, I got to do is skip on High Thirty Five, and I'm there. No, I I tell you, uh, Lori and I have actually had this conversation. Believe it, and that's sad. You really okay? We have had this conversation. Uh, the only the only sad part about it is that we'd be leaving, you know, we'd be leaving family behind and what have you. But um, no, get out while you can. I'm telling you. Uh, now, people, I, I brought this up on Twitter, and and people say on Twitter, "Oh, we'd stay and fight. We'd stay and fight." Well, you have to understand a lot of the, the uh, a, a lot of the. Uh, Dominoes are kind of falling. In, in you know, all it would take is just one little, one little shift, one little tick, if you will, and we could have a lot of do dominoes falling all in one direction here. And well, the, well, the, the big thing right now is the secretaries of state. Uh, yep, that's the big problem, yeah, and that's what they've been setting up for years. So that they can go, oh no, our people won. Still, still amazes me as much as they scream and yell about, oh, oh, the elections are rigged, the elections are, but your people won. Weren't those elections? Exactly. If it was fake, it should have been fake all the way down the ballot, but oh, exactly. there were people oh it was yeah. only fake for where Trump lost. Yeah, exactly. One, just that one. Just that one. You know, there are so many ballots throughout this country where. They voted for Biden at the top of the ticket, but went Republican straight down the line, other than the top of the ticket. So all those tickets should be invalid. All those ballots should be in invalidated. You know, I, I, I don't. <sighs> there is no logic in an illogical thought. Hmm. Well, speaking about, speaking about logic, Please let's. This was this was actually something I forgot to to uh, throw at us here in hour number one and uh, so, yeah exactly it's like a monkey flinging his poo. <laughs> but uh, here's a little hypocrisy there for you to uh, to uh, go with here. Okay. I want to talk to the Trump supporters for a minute. I don't know who you are and I don't know why you like this guy. Whatever he does, he accuses everyone else of doing. The man cannot tell the truth, but he combines it with being a narcissist. A narcissist at a level I don't think this country's ever seen. And my concern is that he would grab up that power and really uh, treat the country as sort of his uh, little bully fiefdom. Donald Trump is everything I taught my children not to do in kindergarten. He's been exploiting working Americans for 40 years. He's a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. He says he's for the little guy, but he's actually built a lot of his businesses on the backs of the little guy. 
know, Donald Trump the other day said that it, quote, if he tells a soldier to commit a war crime, the soldier will just go do it. And I don't think Donald Trump uh, uh, has, has even read the Constitution, knows what's in the Constitution. A toxic mix of demagoguery and mean-spiritedness and nonsense. I just cannot support Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a delusional narcissist and an orange-faced windbag. Donald Trump is a con artist. He doesn't know the difference between truth and lies. He lies practically every word that comes out of his mouth. I think he's a kook. I think he's crazy. I think he's unfit for office. They all knew then. They all know now. For those of you listening uh, to the replay or live, that was uh, what the tagline was as we listened to all those good, good, faithful Republicans who... uh, uh, I, I just, you know what? I, I, I don't even know that I want to go into this whole thing again about what a, what a, what a, what a bunch of, I, I, I don't even waffles, hypocrites. No. Do it, you know, hypocrite. Yeah, that's uh, they got in for the money just like he did. When he started throwing money their way, they changed their tunes. But you also got to wonder. Look, I have never been a Marco Rubio fan, and he was my senator. Uh, a lot of the other ones I just wasn't aware of. Susan Collins, you people in Maine, please, please. Start smoking but, marijuana or something. No kidding. But, I, I mean, what has he got on all you people? Uh, thank he's he's, he's got to have something. Lindsey Graham, are we going to find out your... <gasps> God forbid. God forbid. Miss Lindsey? Miss Lindsey, you're in your late 60s, never been married. And, wait a minute, I'm in my mid-60s and never been married. That's not true. I have been married. Well, then there you go. You know, look, if you yep. are, you are. What has he yep. got on Ted Cruz other than he's a spineless... <laughs> Spineless jellyfish, and that's an insult to spineless jellyfish. Spineless jellyfish. You know, look, kids and kittens, if you're listening to us, you know, think about what they do now without the power, what they're not afraid to say, and imagine what it will be if this goon takes over again. Because if he takes over again, it's bye-bye, Birdie. We are not going to remember. There's only two people he hasn't insulted. Stormy uh, Daniels and Vladimir Putin has never said a bad word about either one of them. Why? Because they both got the dirt on him. And he mm-hmm. just wants to crawl in and snuggle up and spoon with Vladimir so bad he can taste it and probably has tasted it. My my favorite quote on all of that was from Rachel Maddow when she said, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, uh, 
that that's and even what they're saying they're just saying what they're doing they just yeah sometimes they just make crap up well yeah they just make crap up but but they don't care that they're making crap up no this is also true because they know they've got this x amount of group of people hypnotized and they're trying to get a few more of the independents you know, it's not about the extreme left or the extreme right. Those people are going to go the way they're going to go. It's that it's that gelatinous mess in the middle that can be moved one way or the other. And, uh, I mean, we like to kid around here and all that, but, and geez, kids and kittens. I mean, John, you're talking about leaving the country, and I, I don't know that I would. Uh, I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I don't know that I would until things got yeah, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to. It's not my first choice. However, well, I, should, I shouldn't have to leave my country. No, no, exactly. I shouldn't have to leave my country, and you know, look, say what you will about the Democrats, and there's a lot that can be said about them as well. You know, there's a ton. None of them are perfect. I'd like to start from scratch, to be quite honest. I want to get rid of political parties. I've been saying that for a long time. I, I, I think this whole thing is just nonsense because it's just, oh, I'm going with the blue shirt or I'm going with the red shirt. Vote The fact that uh, so many things got passed lately down party lines, that is insulting. You mean to tell me there's not one Democrat that disagrees? John, Joe Manchin. Say something. Unless he's just watching something. No, I'm just listening to listening to you. This just, uh, but no, I've uh, I hate like I said I hate to say it, but I've you know I've kidded around a little bit with uh, our friend Christine up in Toronto. Uh, <laughs> I have. I have. Uh, if I, I'm pretty sure that if I. Uh, decided you know if we decided to go up that way uh, i'd have a job i'd have a job waiting for me up there no no all true i just wonder if i could leave the country and keep my social security benefit i <laughs> <laughs> start looking into that now oh, exactly me. excuse me it was that breakfast burrito <laughs> All right, folks. It's uh, with with the sound of the gong. It's it's time for us to uh, say goodbye for yet another uh, week. Uh, without very few technical glitches. By the way, we did get back onto Twitter there towards the end. <laughs> A lot of good that did. Yeah, I know. We'll do this again next week, though. So for for Ed Van Ness and Bill Fancher, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. You go home now! See ya! The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there.